Hello and welcome to this week's episode of Uncle Dad Talks. Hey everyone, my name is Uncle Dad and I am Michaelis right now and not, I, I have a mic, but my co-host Mike is not here uh, and that's totally fine. He was doing some awesome things out there in Miami, uh, doing some work for Art Basel and a bunch of other great stuff. So maybe we'll talk about that in a later episode with him. That'd be kind of cool having Mike, a guest, Mike as a guest again, that'd be fun. Uh, but yeah, I just wanted to give a quick introduction uh, to this week's episode. So this week's episode features Uncle Dad live at Comic-Con LA 2021. Uh, Uncle Dad was given the amazing opportunity to work press, and it was a lot of fun. I, I got to see a lot of people that I never thought I would see in person. I got to meet uh, Keith David. I got to have a nice little man hug from him. Um, I got to meet the the incredible personality that is Tommy Wiseau. And if you don't know who Tommy Wiseau is, I implore you to look him up and watch his movie, The Room, because you are in for a treat and a bunch of other great stuff. And so this episode is going to compile of three different interviews. Um, the first one's going to be a full-on interactive experience or audio interactive experience of this amazing company called The Basement that has this one-of-a-kind escape room that we got to experience, or I got to experience live in person. Uh, so you're gonna get to hear uh, from them and you get to hear the actual experience happening live when I, when I did it. And let me tell you, it was a treat. Uh, on top of that, I got to speak to the narrative designer for a game uh, by the LGBTQIA community called Drag Her, and it is a drag queen-inspired fighting game. Uh, let me tell you, that was a blast, and I cannot wait for you to hear that interview because I learned a lot on that interview. And of course, we wrap it all up with a inter an interview with two of uh, the co-founders of the Comic-Con LA. Uh, that was a, an amazing interview talking about the metaverse and a bunch of other great things that are coming their way. And also just kind of talking about what Comic-Con means to them and what it means to me and you know all this other great stuff. So I really can't thank Comic-Con LA enough. I do want to say that we have a special uh, 0.5 episode coming out, hopefully in the middle of next week. It's a treat. I'm not going to tell you what it is. So you're just going to have to listen to it. But it's a really short episode coming next week, probably Wednesday or Thursday. And let me just tell you, you are in for a treat for that one that, that connects to the Comic-Con LA. Uh, but I just want to say this before I forget, a huge thank you to a very special um, press partner of ours. Her name is Alice. Alice, if you're listening, thank you so much for taking the time and really working with us and really kind of showing me you know the best way <laughs> to do things there uh you know your communication was unparalleled it was it was everything about my experience with your guys's press team was absolutely amazing and i hope to work with you guys again so alice and the rest of the team thank you guys so much now without further ado kick back listen to this awesome episode live at comic-con la featuring just uncle dad don't worry kids next week Mike is back. All right, everybody. I'll see you later. <laughs> hey, how's it going? My name is Tian Buku One. I'm a skateboarding, graffiti writing, bowling son of a Black Panther. And I'm Yula. <laughs> and we are the co-hosts of the Black Russian Podcast. Our podcast is a deep dive into relationships from monogamy, non-monogamy, open, poly, and whatever other labels that us wacky humans come up with. Let's go beyond the assumptions. 
beyond the stigmas, stereotypes, and most definitely beyond the judgment. We share our highs, lows, face plans, and triumphs of trying to love in ways that fit us individually while we continue our journey through life together. With topics like yuck and yums, polytrendy, how does it really feel, and tour life, tour wife, we discuss how to build and define relationships that are tailor-made for you. Let's talk about it. Let's be honest. All from a soulful perspective. Now let's be clear, (laughs) we don't advocate any one relationship style over the other. We advocate any and all relationships that encourage truth, honesty, and the freedom to do it how you do it. Deconstruct, decolonize, and rebuild in your own way with a Black Russian podcast. Available wherever you get your podcasts. All right, everybody, Uncle Dad here, waiting in line to try the basement live escape room. Hopefully we can have a conversation about it. Uh, I'm going to record the audio experience of being in this room, but it's pretty interesting that they made an escape room at Comic-Con, which is literally three tents put together. Uh, So let's see what kind of trouble I get into. Wish me luck. All right, everybody, Uncle Dad here with Anna from The Basement. It's a live escape room experience. Uh, Anna, I'm so excited to try this out. Uh, hopefully, you're going to still let me record audio and stuff. Absolutely. Okay. We're so happy to have you here. Yeah, so it's, it kind of explains to the audience what makes your escape room so different, because it is very different than most escape rooms. Absolutely. We refer to our escape room as an escape room experience. So more than just going into a room and solving some puzzles, you are really being put inside of the story. Your choices make a difference with how the experience is going to turn out. So at the basement, we also have feature live actors inside of our rooms, uh, who you will meet in just a moment if you haven't already. Uh, gosh, we, we have super beautiful sets. It, it's very transportive. Uh, you really feel like you are stepping into your own horror movie. So that's good and bad, I guess. <laughs> Absolutely. Depends on how you, how you, uh, how you feel about you know, uh, really becoming the star of, uh, of your own picture. Now, so. Can I be the hero or am I the villain? Ooh, uh, you know, that's a really good question. Most of the time, we would consider you the hero, the victim, uh, lunch, any of those things. Uh, When you play the courtyard, there specifically, there are some moral questions uh, called into, uh, you know, are you the good guy? Are you the bad guy? I think that's that's great. I love when people question your your morals. It's like, well, if I don't make this choice, that'll then lead to something else, but that could hurt somebody else. And I think that's great. So I mean, that's exciting. And that, that's at the actual facility? Yes, at our location in Silmar. We have four experiences there. Okay. And you have locations all over the U.S.? We have uh, three total. We have the location in Silmar. We consider that the basement L.A. And then we have uh, in Las Vegas a location that has two of our experiences, as well as in Kansas City that also has two of our experiences. That's amazing. Are you going to try to expand to maybe, let's say, the San Francisco area? Ooh, that would be super fun. I was going to say, I'm not sure we have any plans to open a new location soon. Uh, I personally would love to see one in Florida, really get that East Coast going. That would be fun. Uh, but yeah, no, no real plans for that yet. I will mention, uh, we are looking to reboot our game, The Basement, uh, which is, it's going to have more theater elements. Whereas we are an escape room with theater elements, this would be a theater experience with escape room elements. Oh, that's fascinating. Okay, I'll definitely, when that happens, I'm going to come and we're going to 
experience it. I love that. Please do. That yes. would be great. Uh, absolutely. And so before I step in, is there any advice that you wish to give me? Ooh, man. Okay, so I think this is a, a good rule of thumb in general for escape rooms. Explore everything. Probably it's going to be more simple than you think. Like, overthinking is one of the biggest... Good God. Uh, overthinking <laughs> is one of the, the biggest downfalls of escape room players. Okay. Uh, just look at everything. Talk to your actor. That's all going to be helpful. Okay, okay. Well, I'm very excited. Everyone, you're going to experience this with me as I'll have the recorder running. And yeah, let's, let's give this a shot. Thank you so much. And it was an absolute pleasure talking to you. Absolutely. So much fun to talk to you too. Thank you. All right. I am waiting in line. It is almost time to go in. I am with this very fun group of ladies here. It's going to be great. Hopefully we don't die. I'm very excited to be a part of this right now. A couple of things to know before we get started. Uh, please do not use your phones as flashlights inside of this experience. And uh, please respect all of the items inside. I can't guarantee that they will respect you back, but best of luck, right? Uh, so in just a moment, you're gonna meet my friend, the dog keeper. He is so hungry and he stands between you and your exit. Uh, so you gotta find a way to feed him properly, otherwise, you become the meal, okay? This is, this is the worst part. <laughs> well, I guess I'm going first. Yeah, yeah hello, yeah. you are. <laughs> okay. Good luck. I'm sorry. Here we go. I'm so sorry. Right. Okay. <laughs> it is very terrifying in here. Okay. Okay. It's been a long time since I've had a five-course meal. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I think we have to find something. You all smell really tasty. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> just in case. <laughs> so you know. Oh wow! How many titans have you killed? Me? Yeah. A couple of dogs, you know. Oh, interesting. I've killed my first share of dogs as well. <laughs> <laughs> what am I looking for? There's like something in here. Get in there. Get in there. I found this. I don't know if this means anything. Uh, a chew toy. <laughs> Is that hit? He gave us a key, it looks like. Oh, oh, oh. Thank you for ball. Thank There's you. a lock, right? Yeah, Where's there should be a lock right ball? there. Where'd you find this ball? Uh, in, in there. In the, Inside your house. In the giblet? Oh, giblet. <laughs> giblet? <laughs> that means this must be what's left of giblet. <laughs> oh, no. Uh, it says, remember at the end of the night, the dog keeper is to be locked in his cage. We've seen how messy things get, otherwise he is a simple man with a foul attitude. Like the dog he watches, obedience comes with an authority voice and a few simple gestures. One, get low, get low by his cage and bark like a dog to get his attention. Unless we're discussing dinner. He much prefers dogs to humans. If he still won't budge, intend him by dangling his favorite treat over the cage until he comes. Three, once in the cage, lock him up. We can't have him escape again. Okay, so do we know what we're doing? <laughs> no. So should I keep looking for something, or do we have everything we need? Oh, there's a clue right there, I think. It's part of the... Oh, well, that's where we found the... Yeah. Right there, it's right there. What do the notes say? It's a bunch of stuff. Oh, great. 
Okay, so right now we're trying to find the next part of the cave. We got the dog his ball. Okay. 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 So what are we looking for now? Thank you for being so nice to me. People normally just hit me. Okay. This is Wayne. I'm sure by now you've met my newest plaything. He will help you with the dogs. Are there taste as they tasted your blood before I know how but I know how violent they're become with you unfortunately he has some unpleasant tendencies let me explain if you leave things lying around he is particular to stealing them assuming he has something you need just make a trade have you found his dog Chucho? okay dog? so we got that we got the key oh man I don't know the last portion <laughs> we're looking for food right what was in that bag <laughs> oh, okay, gotcha. I was like, I'm sorry. <laughs> I see dead body irons, uh, arms, foot. There's a lock and chain here. Do we need that? So do we lock him? He has the chew toy. Woof, woof, woof. <laughs> Is that not a dog? Yes, yes. No, I don't know what else to do. Do I come down here to bark like a dog again? <laughs> Woof, woof, woof. <laughs> That's a better dog bark. <laughs> okay. Where's the where's the opening for the cage? <laughs> no, no. Why were you barking earlier? Because I, because, because, because I was. <laughs> I have a dog, so come in here. What? Come in there. <laughs> Woof, 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 Oh my god! Okay, now lock at the cage. I mean, I have this. What I? Wait, what? Okay, so. But it's locked! <laughs> What's going on? <laughs> We're gonna die! <laughs> Wait! What's going on? Here, eat this foot! Eat this foot! Eat this foot! Well, this one, take this one, right? Or no? Can we lock that though? I don't know! You can, you can, you can. But we can unlock it? So do we just leave now? <laughs> I gave you foot. Yeah, but I wanted one of you. But that's more nutritious. Is that a pet? Are you giving me a pet?
do we, do we, thank you. Do we, do we leave? Yeah, we can leave. Yeah, oh, okay. Good. Anybody that gives me good cuts can leave. All right, come out, you guys. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, I don't know, this way? How do we leave? Exit's right over there. Thank you. No, thank you for the good cuts. How do I? I'm stuck in here. <laughs> wow. Well, that was awesome. Can I ask you guys really quickly what your guys' thoughts were on that? I thought it was going to be worse. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, I didn't I didn't really know like how good I was going to be with that or not. Uh, it was quite the experience. Thank you guys for letting yeah, me join you on that no, one for sure. You. Yes, absolutely. Take care, guys. Thanks. Hi everybody, Uncle Dad here, and I'm here with Kristen from New Story. Now, I am fascinated about this. Please enlighten myself and my audience about what this great work that you guys are trying to do. Absolutely, so New Story is an innovative nonprofit that's pioneering solutions to end global homelessness. If you've seen 3D printed houses in Mexico through some of our press, that is us. We are taking innovation to pockets of the world that often don't see it. This year, we've partnered with one of the largest YouTube content creators, Jacksepticeye, to host an event called Thankmas. He's calling for community to build community. Throughout the month of December, he is going to be calling for streamers, creators, people in social uh, social sector to be able to help us raise $10 million to build a thousand homes for families in need. Wow, that's that's amazing. How do, how do, how do we participate in that? So you can go to thankmas.tiltify.com. You're gonna be able to Get involved either as a streamer, so you're able to show your content, talk about news story, talk about this global issue of 1.6 billion people living without home. And if that is not what you are into and you just want to support the cause, you can make a donation, 100% tax deductible. What's unique about news story is 100% of the proceeds go directly to building homes. No overhead, no operational expenses, 100% transparency. That is incredible. So I live in the San Francisco Bay Area, which where homelessness is a huge, huge problem. Absolutely. Um, seeing this, how did, how did, how would someone take advantage? Like, how does a someone off the street get help through this? So right now, New Story is building internationally. We know that in order for us to test the best innovations, we have to take it to the pockets of the world that need it most. But our goal is that. Over the next few years, New Story is able to share all of our resources, all of our data, all of our innovations with for-profit and non-profit com companies around the world. So you might be seeing those 3D printed homes or our other innovations in parts of, of your neighborhoods. That's incredible, wow. That is like, and then how does it, it can house everything, like running, running water, everything, like just? Exactly, we provide for families running water, sewage, and for a lot of these families, a front door with a lock for the very first time. Imagine what we take for granted in locking our families in at night to be safe. Some of the families that will be receiving these homes, this is the first time that they are gonna have an operating window or an operating lock on a door for the first time in their life. That's, that's, it's so sad when you think about like how people still have to live like that, but that's awesome that you guys are doing this work. I just, I walked by and I just saw it and it just struck my heart immediately because I know how serious of that problem that problem is, and I see it in our neighborhood everywhere. And I wish we could do something about it. And the fact that you guys are working on 3D printing home is like an amazing idea. 
I just, so thank you for doing that work. Absolutely, yeah. and this is a problem that's just gonna get bigger. Sure, so it's gonna take an entire community of people that are coming together to do what they're best at. So if you're a content creator, if you're a streamer, if you have an active network on social, use it to be able to have a platform for being able to solve one of the world's largest problems. Partnering with New Story means you become a part of the New Story family and you're able to be a part of this life-changing innovation for billions of people. That's, yeah, for sure. We're definitely going to be a part of that. Um, I am curious to know what has been the biggest challenge doing this project? So, New Story is uh, taking on the, the world's largest problem. So, what we face a lot is being able to work with government systems to be able to uh, quickly, quickly build homes for families because we know it's so urgent. So I would say that what our goal is, is to build faster, build better, build less expensive to make this accessible for more people around the world. So we're going to combat uh, wanting to get these homes into as many places as possible as quickly as we can. Absolutely. That's awesome. Now, how can my audience help out? So I encourage you to participate in Thankmas. Thankmas is going to be everywhere on every streaming platform, on, on every YouTube, uh, Tiltify, we're on Twitch, uh, Instagram, TikTok. Check it out. Thankmas is going to be a community event where you can not only watch incredible content creators talk about global change, but you can be a part of it. And because every single dollar is 100% tax deductible, you get a benefit, our communities get a benefit, and we're just gonna have a ton of fun bringing an end to global homelessness. That, that's awesome. And where can my audience find you on Instagram? What's the... Yeah, so we are at New Story Charity on all social platforms. So follow us. You're gonna be seeing a ton of information on how to get involved over the next couple of weeks. And we're just excited to see the whole Uncle Dad community on here. That's so awesome. Thank you so much. And yeah, everybody, please go follow them. Let's go do it. Let's go do our part as well. You know, Uncle Dad, we'd love to give back. So let's do what we can to help out. Thank you. Perfect, thank you. All right, everyone, Uncle Dad here with Jessica of, of Drag Her. And the, the development studio is just reminding me because I'm going to forget it again. What's the name of the development studio? Fighting Chance Games. Fighting Chance Games. Everybody knows Uncle Dad forgets everything. So <laughs> it just helps me that you help me. Thank you. Uh, yeah, so it's a fighting game, correct? It is. Okay. It's a drag-based fighting game. Now, when you say drag, yes. we mean... All versions of drag. So... Men, women, everything in between, everything, et cetera, dressed up in drag in some versions. So we got drag kings, we got drag queens, all of it. And they are duking it out on a variety of stages that we have created for them. Awesome. Now, this, uh, this project, you are the narrative designer, correct? Correct. Okay, awesome. So what was the challenge creating this game for the public? Uh, we sort of wanted to walk the line of being just absolutely the silliest, stupidest, dumbest game we could be, but also making it challenging. You know, I think fighting games, people want them to be kind of difficult. We love, people love to get in there and play combos and learn how the ticks of it work. And I'm just like, here's a bird noise I made, here's a joke, you know. Right, right. And so I think the challenge was kind of making it hard enough to be interesting in playability, to play it again, uh, versus us just wanting to make a silly fun game that we saw ourselves in. Um, so that was kind of the biggest challenge for, for sure. Me. Do you, uh, is there any inspirations from any other fighting games in, in this game? Oh, yes. The first thing I said when they approached me about this game was, oh, so we want to make a less gay Mortal Kombat. Um, <laughs> a less gay. Yeah. What's so funny that you say that, there is a lot of like, you know, 
uh, gay Uendo in there. Oh, it's the gayest game, and I say that with all the love, as I am the biggest Mortal Kombat sure, fan. Sure. Sindel is the original drag queen of, sure. of video games. Yeah. Um, so Mortal Kombat for sure. We're all Street Fighter kids, but also um, one of the things that really inspired me for this game was Clay Fighter. Oh my gosh! So a lot of people don't know that game, and that game is incredible. Uh, I had 63 and a half for the Nintendo 64. Yes. Do you remember that one? Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. That was such a big game. Uh, a big, uh, big fan of that game. Yeah. Tell me more about uh, now. This game is available on and what platform right now? It's so uh, we're working on finishing the demo right now. Uh, it should hopefully be available on Steam and Switch once we finish it. But right now, where we're at is. Uh, the Kickstarter is hoping to launch in January, and then the demo will be done by then as well. Oh, awesome! Now, the um, is there a chance that it'll be physical as well? Hopefully. Hopefully. We always. I mean, listen. We would love to have like an actual cabinet to bring because I think that would be so fun to have at bars. Oh, for just sure. like this dumb, silly game that for you can sure. play, and it's just ridiculous. Yeah, absolutely. And I think, um, do you know the company Limited Run Games? I think so. I think that would be this would be a great project for them. Uh -huh. So maybe something to think about. Just uh -huh. saying. Okay. <laughs> you have to ask me twice. <laughs> yeah, yeah where, for where sure. Awesome. <laughs> Awesome. So I'm going to give this game a try. Okay. Uh, but would you like to play against me? Absolutely. Yes. I am not that good, which is sad considering <laughs> yeah. I'm the narrative designer. Sure, sure. But I, I don't like to guard. No. So get ready to just okay. really push so me to my let's, limit. So let's play this <laughs> okay. and I'll record our experience via audio and awesome. we'll see how this goes. Great. Let's awesome. do it. All right. So you're booting the game up and we're playing. Am I already... Who, who am I? Okay. So you're going to be our Dolly Parton-based queen. They're both the same, but different color schemes. Okay. And right now, she's doing an intro. You can't hear the audio because it's back there. Totally fine. But there's a little, you know, oh, dumb stuff. Ah, okay, so you just come out. So my character just screams. Okay. Uh, and in the oh, game, that's gotcha. bird okay. squawks. Okay. So it's like a, ah! <laughs> I'll recreate the yes, sounds Yes, please for do those you. sounds for me every time I hit you, please. That's an anvil noise okay. that you hear. Thunk! <laughs> okay, awesome. What I think is interesting is I like the, the animation is fun. Thank you. It's a very fun animated game. Very colorful. Uh, it's pretty easy to play too, I would say. Yeah, our artist Josie is so talented. Everything he creates is just such a fan of. I'm excited to see this on the Switch because this is going to look phenomenal on like a, a smaller screen yeah. like that. If we get just so much funding, what we would love is to do a multiplayer, so not just two player, sure. but like four queens at once. That'd be awesome. Yeah. Oh, the is there a chance that we'll get real drag queens in it? Um, yes, we okay. have confirmed a few, uh, we have confirmed one, and that's Jiggly Caliente, okay. is confirmed 100%. Awesome. We are in talks with a few others, so we've... Oh. Did I lose? No, yes. Oh, I did lose. I won. Okay. Oh, wow, but, but really not by much. Okay, not by much. <sighs> Uncle Dad lost, but that's okay. We still have one more round, right? Oh. Or no? But I've made this game for nine months, so it's okay, pretty gotcha, embarrassing gotcha. for me. <laughs> no, you're fine, you're fine. Um, and we have a few other uh, performers that we're in talks with, but it's also drag kings, and oh, you know awesome. we're, we're really here to support and uplift the community because that's where we live and what has made us. So. That's absolutely. Now, yeah. can I recommend a drag queen? Of course. Do you know who Peaches Christ is? Of course, we know who Peaches Christ is. So I'm from the San Francisco Bay Area. Oh, I'm from the Bay too. Okay, really? Yeah, yeah San Mateo. Yeah. Oh, I'm from San Jose. Oh. <laughs> Yeah, so I love Peaches Christ. And yes. That would be awesome, and I think she would fit this perfectly. Yes. We, a few of the people that we're in talks with, oh, I'm big fans of, we have Bitch Puddin okay. and Landon Cider. Okay, yeah. Who yeah. Are, you know, I also really... like uh, Dar Darcy Dollinger a lot. Oh, I don't know. Yeah. I don't think... She owns the club Oasis. Okay. Yeah. Oh! Wait, oh, it was me. Yeah, it was you. <laughs> okay. I got really stressed. Uncle Dad's not very good at fighting games, apparently. So. Well, 
Luckily, you didn't have nine months to spend. <laughs> sure, that's true. So. That's true. That's true. It's like having a child. <laughs> exactly. We <laughs> yeah. did it. Yes, we did it. We did it. Thank you. You're welcome. Thank everyone. you so much, Justin. It's been an absolute pleasure talking Thank you to you. So much. Um, where can my audience find more information about this? You game? can find us at dragher.com, and that'll have links to our Patreon as well as our forthcoming Kickstarter, which will be in January. And the more money you give to the Kickstarter, the more drag performers we can have in the game. That's really what we're trying to do more than anything. Because not to be shady, but some of them queens have asked for a lot of money. Oh, I'm sure, I'm sure, I'm sure. <laughs> so whatever we can do to get as many like queer performers, personalities, icons in the game, that's what we're here for. Absolutely. Thank you so much for letting me play this with you and talking about it. And hopefully, my audience, please, let's go check it out. Uncle Dad family, let's go support each other, as we always like to do. Thank you so much. Thank you, Uncle Dad. Yeah, of course. <laughs> All right, everybody. Uncle Dad here with the co-founders of Comic-Con LA. Uh, hey, uh, you know, before I just dive into it, do you guys just mind giving us an like, introduction of who you are? Go ahead. Uh, you go ahead. I go ahead. <laughs> All right. Uh, Klaus, my name is Klaus. Uh, I'm one of the co-founders of the LA Comic Con. I'm uh, also a founder of Baby Genius brand, the kids, the kids brand. And we have a couple of other smaller businesses. We have a teak plantation where we mitigate our carbon footprint. But yeah, that's pretty much it. Mm. We have uh, Ben and Jerry's on the boardwalk. Um, oh. I'm also an attorney. Whoa! <laughs> so we're we're busy. We're Man. very busy. Yeah. You guys have so much going on, and yet you guys can do a con too. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Well, we have an amazing CEO who runs the con for us. So when we started the LA Comic Con, we didn't really know, you know, what we were doing. We found co-founded one of the co-founders was Stan Lee. And so it was originally called Stanley's Kamikaze. Um, we subsequently discovered the reason why we called it Kamikaze is because we thought that Comic Con was a trademarked name. Turns out it just means comic convention. So when we learned that, we changed the name to the LA Comic Con. And we uh, brought on board Chris DeMolen, who at that time was running Magic, the apparel show in Vegas. Yeah. And he like rocked it when when he took it over four years ago or so. So he really rocked the show. It's been super super fun. We we launched the Comic Con Metaverse this year. So we teamed up with a local Venice company called Batum Inc., who are a big tech company, and we're building a Comic Con Metaverse that is going to be open twenty four seven every day of the year. We're inviting all the other Comic Cons from all over the world to join it. So it's, it's not a closed metaverse, it's an open metaverse where anybody can come in and they can build their galleries and artist tables and show off their, their art and products to millions of people worldwide on a, on a 24-7 basis. That's that, that's incredible. And I, I want to talk about that too, because there were some crazy innovations that I saw at uh, Comic-Con LA. Um, you know, I, I think what's been really interesting about the the Comic Con uh, in LA was that it, you know it comes from such a rich foundation of you know Stan Lee and whatnot and his his thoughts. I, I am curious, was there ever any backlash of the name Kamikaze? Uh, no, not no. at all. See, that's no. that's fascinating to me because I was always curious, like if that was one of the reasons why it changed, and I guess no. it wasn't. <laughs> no, we, we, we loved the name. We loved the name. <laughs> It was a with the change to the C, and we, we loved it. Um, I think it's just the the other one was more standing with what. Uh, other cons, yeah. you know. Uh, sure. So. Yeah, and people, you know, a lot of people go, "What's what's Kamikaze?" You know, they they had no idea, didn't really, whatever. So when we found out that we can call it the LA Comic Con, we jumped on that name and, and changed the name. But no, we never had any issues with it. 
Now oh. you're mentioning it. It's amazing we never had any issues. Yeah, that's, awesome. that's incredible. It's today's day and age. That's like incredible that you didn't have to deal with anything like well, that. Well, we changed it five years ago. Right now, we probably... <laughs> that's true. That's true. That's true. Um, when we... Um, when we when you guys were doing uh comic con this year what was the obviously besides COVID, of course um was there like a worry that people weren't going to come out like was there a worry that it was yeah, going to be i think so because we had the the auto show which was prior to our show had a real big drop in in visitors and then the san diego comic con that happened the week before ours didn't do well i guess a lot of the exhibitors didn't show up Whoa. Now, the, the San Diego one is more of a trade show where the big studios exhibit, whereas ours is a pure consumer show. Mm. So we didn't have, you know, luckily we didn't have that problem that, that San Diego had. And in the last year, we canceled it twice. We had it originally planned for, I think, September, October. And then the city told us we had to delay it till December. So then we did it in December. And then the city told us we had to cancel it completely. So last year was a, a real big mess because obviously we have, you know, big running costs. We have all the staff and everything. So, yeah, we were like on edge to see whether it would happen this year. And, you know, they had a very strict mask protocol. Yes. I think they had five city employees walking around the show the whole time. And any one that wasn't wearing a mask was kind of either gently minded or walked out of the show. So, you know, obviously you have to be really, really careful. We also ended up having to uh, rent both the South and the West Hall. So last time we were only in, in half the convention center, but this year because of the, the staking requirements, we ended up having to rent both of the halls. So yeah, so it wasn't as simple to put on this year and a lot more expensive to put on. But in total, you know, we just wanted it to happen. And we felt that people really need something fun. You know, it's mm -hmm. for me, it's always like going to a Grateful Dead concert where you, you just smile and laugh. You don't really know why, but you're just having a good time and everyone is friendly and people are hugging. So, yeah, I think we were really happy it happened. It was it was great to see everybody's faces. Really, really great. Yeah, yeah it was. Um, it, it, you can definitely tell that, you know, when I first walked in, I could feel that energy of like, this is many people's first con, right? Like, yeah. and I've been lucky enough to go to a few cons since uh, COVID, but they weren't, they didn't feel authentic and real where this one felt very much like what you would expect out of a big con. And it was, yeah. it was phenomenal. It was, it was great seeing everybody so uh, connected by something. Cause you know, I think a lot of people, a lot of people who go to these cons, maybe not all, a lot of people, but some people who go tend to be, you know, that's like their one social gathering they go to, right? Yeah. Yeah. And they haven't had that in so long and so then now you have that ability to go and it's just it was beautiful it was very beautiful to see how how it came together and i really enjoyed having the the two sections like you said the the south hall yeah. west hall it was also a great um feeling of having like the whole ant the the voiceover side yeah if you will and i think that was such a great uh, addition i think any con in general should have a voiceover side because yeah. that's such a challenging industry in its own right and man it was it was well, so great yeah, there will be a very exciting announcement in regards to voiceover artistry coming. Um, that's all I can say, but <laughs> that will be coming in uh, the next year. So stay tuned for that. Yeah. And a lot of those voiceover artists, I mean, they're, they're celebrities in their own right. Yes. And it's great to actually, you know, go out there and give them, give them, you know, their due yeah, respect. So, yeah. And there's, like Shell said, there'll be more coming on that. Yeah. So very exciting. Big development. Okay, that's awesome. Yeah, I I really enjoyed that. I I think I spent most of my time in that uh 
that area to be honest with you like I, I did get a chance to walk around the main floor which was great and it was a it was a, a man the 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 level of detail some people put in these booths are just oh insane God. and they're costumes, and they're costumes. Too. yes exactly yeah. it's just like whoa were you there for the for the costume uh contest contest the only i was i wasn't because i was interviewing somebody else at that time ah. so I, I i wasn't able to make it through but i it, it was it was really amazing. I mean, because they they would for a lot of them they would say how long they've been working on these costumes. Yeah. You know, and they've been working on them for you know eight months, a year, a year and a half. And it, yeah. was, you know, and it was great to have different sections. So instead of just saying best costume, hmm. there was also for best costume for someone who had never gone to a comic con before. So that you also gave these newcomers. And I think they were like twenty thousand dollars in prize money. The first yes. prize was eight eight thousand dollars. I love the cosplay thing. I think it's just phenomenal and. And, you know, I was there with a business partner of ours and he was like, yeah, I don't, you know, the cosplay thing really isn't my kind of thing. And then suddenly he turned around and go, oh my God, Silent Bob and ran towards Silent Bob to take a selfie with him. It was so classic. It was brilliant. That's, that, that's, that's, that's awesome. I, you know, it's funny. I, I kind of felt the same way for a long time. I actually wasn't a cosplay fan for a long time because <laughs> yeah. I felt like we weren't doing justice to these great ips but then yeah. i realized it's okay for people to have their own perspective on things yeah. that's what life's about right life's about different perspectives oh yeah no i mean we've you know i think every time we go and i'm like getting goosebumps now we, we learn so much we we had an nft panel about the metaverse and nfts and there was this this lady sitting there who called herself a stray that had learned how to do henna tattoos and she was like, well, this whole metaverse and spatial, you know, I don't do NFTs, you know, what can I do? And we're like, well, you'll open a booth in the metaverse and everyone will bring their avatars to you to get a henna tattoo or a tattoo on the avatars. And, and she is like, oh my God, you're giving me, you know, literally, I'm going to have a business. Yeah? Yeah. Instead of having to tour around doing little, little booths everywhere and spending a lot of money. And we were laughing. It's like, I don't have any tattoos. I would never get a tattoo, but my avatar would have tons <laughs> of tattoos. He would have like the Bowie, the Bowie lightning thing and everything else. And then the great thing is if you get bored with it, you can just change it and get a new, a new tattoo. So <laughs> it, it's phenomenal. This, this whole development in the metaverse, where you can really give every artist, you know, we call it, we're democratizing creativity. It doesn't matter where in the world you are. You could be in the outback of Brazil. If you have a computer, you can come into our Comic-Con metaverse and you can showcase your art in the gallery. And if people like it, you can make a, you know, a living from it. So it was a great show for us. It was really, yeah, it was my favorite one. That's awesome. And, and I want to talk about like the NFTs and stuff because NFTs obviously are becoming such a big part of pop culture in general. And I thought it was, because I've never been, personally, I've never been to a con where I got free NFTs. And the fact that you got NFTs uh, through, uh, what was Vatome, right? V-A-T-O-E-T. Yeah, yeah. And I thought that was just a genius idea because it creates I think it's that fun. collectability. Like, it's amazing. Yeah. So Vatom, you know, I've, I've known the, the, the guy behind Vatom is a guy called Eric Poulier, who's a tech genius. And I did a, the first like big NFT project with him five years ago, kind of ahead of our time where yeah. we digital trading cards where the, the statistics changed in real time so yeah so we got together with him to build this comic-con metaverse and we contacted some of the artists like frank kozik who's super famous and we're like hey would you be willing to give everyone a free nft of one of your works just to get people involved and 
And, you know, there's a lot of kids that can't afford to buy NFTs. But if yeah. we give everyone a wallet with 10 or 12 free NFTs, at least, you know, they get, they get to understand how it is. They can trade them. If they want to, they can sell them. And we had a lot of fun with it. We had, uh, I think, three, over 3,000 people download the NFT wallet. We've, we reckon that we have another 5,000 downloaded now after the show. So, you know, we'll have like 8,000 newcomers that each have, you know, 10, 12 free NFTs in their wallet. And, you know, we'll just see how it goes from there. It's, it's a, such a crazy new world, this NFT world. Yes. But, <laughs> but you know, we are, we are able to talk to artists and just say, hey, just give one away for free. You know, give yeah. every kid one for free. Who cares? It doesn't cost you any. It's digital. Yeah? Go out there. Let's have fun. You know, not everything is immediately about making you know, giant profits. And right. That's, that's really why we're building this metaverse as well. See, I, I love that thought that you just said right now. Like, it's not always about making, you know, money. And I could feel yep. that in that con because it felt so family-oriented. For being such a big con, it didn't feel it didn't feel manufactured. It didn't feel corporate. And I right. love the interactivity with everything. So there was like that AR scavenger hunt. And, yeah. I, and I thought that was genius because, you know, that's something that, you know, we're taking modern technology and putting it in a family-friendly environment. And, you know, you get stuff out of it. Like, that's incredible. Like, why wasn't that? Why don't why don't more cons do that? Because I doubt San, uh, San Diego did that, right? No, I think all of the cons are going to. So we are actually going to because our the whole idea of the metaverse is to really be an open platform for anybody. So we're going to uh, in the beginning of next year write to every Comic Con and tell them, hey, if you want to get on board, you can have a, a free space in our metaverse for all your own fans and your own stuff. That's, that's incredible. You know what I would like to see in the future is maybe making a way to have your ticket become a unique NFT. It will be. It will, 100%. Right. Yeah, it might be next year, yeah. See, that's, that's amazing. <laughs> uh, you know, we've had other people uh, who are in the NFT business on the show, and uh, one of our guests had, had brought that up, and I was like, man, that's, that's such an awesome idea. It's like your, tick, your ticket should be an NFT, right? And then yeah. you can commemorate that ticket or you know, do whatever, right? Like, yeah. yeah. Yeah, so I, that's that's so fast. I, I'm sorry, I'm just I get really excited. About that. <laughs> no, I mean you're right. Like awesome. when, we were, when when we were you know kids, every time we went to the to a concert, you know those lanyards would then hang over our doorknob. Exactly. Like, exactly. So, yes. So we will the ticket could be and if it's a an NFT, it can be way more exciting than a paper mm -hmm. ticket. It can be an access token where if you have that ticket NFT, you get secret asset. It, access into rooms in the Comic-Con metaverse that are not Love accessible it. to anyone else so that that NFT actually has value. And, you know, if you want to, you could possibly sell it to someone who wants to have that access to it. Right. So, yeah, this is definitely next year is going to happen. That's incredible. So stop giving away all our secrets already. <laughs> <laughs> I'll, I'll try. I'll try. I'm sorry. <laughs> By um, the way, uh, why... not to get off topic, yes. uh, if, on, if you send uh, Shell your... Um, or your meta, your whatever meta mask or whatever your wallet address. We're launching an amazing kit robot dunny NFT collection on the 16s for every zodiac sign. So if you just text Shell your zodiac sign, we'll send you one for for your wallet because they're so cool. They're okay. like the best thing we've ever done. I absolutely will. Thank you. That's that's that, that's such an honor. Thank you. Um, what I so on, on the subject of like um, of the cons and the con world and how it's changing and whatnot. What I also found interesting is, is there a VR presentation or a VR representation of Comic Con LA possibly in the future? For those you who can't, you want it. me to answer it? So, so the whole idea of our metaverse is that you don't need VR. 
So it's three-dimensional. You can go on your laptop or on your phone. You're going to be able to meet your friends in that spatial world. You can actually talk to them like we talk right here. You can walk around. So you can, you you are going to be able to, it is going to be VR uh, uh, enabled, but you don't, you actually don't need it. And it's like in a week or two, I can probably send you a link so you can see exactly how it's going to work. Please. But yeah, but it's, you, you will be able to do it with a VR headset, but you actually don't need it. And the exciting thing is that, you know, we can hold concerts in there and, and unlike like sandbox or something, or, or we're not limited to like a hundred or 200 people. We can have a hundred thousand people in, in, in the metaverse. It's, it's pretty much endless. They, they did a, a a test show for some of their investors where they had Dua Lipa and Billie Eilish play live in wow. the metaverse. And there was like hundreds and hundreds of people there and they were talking to each other, watching the concert. So it's, yeah, again, it's not walled. It's a completely open, open space for anybody. And yeah, you, you, like I said, you don't need the goggles. You can use the goggles. I don't even know how, how what it's going to look like. Probably. You really don't need them because the whole idea is that, Again, you know, if you're some, you know, not wealthy kid in the outbacks of Brazil or in Nigeria or wherever, that you can use it on any phone, on any small laptop and, and you know, have the same kind of experience. That's, that's, that's incredible. Did you, um, I mean, I'm sure you did. Did you happen to see the new story booth there? Yeah. You, yes. I, so yeah. tying into what you're saying, I think it would be awesome to see a partnership with new story and the yeah. metaverse. Yeah. And anyone, you know, the, the, if anyone is listening, anyone who wants in can come in. They can just contact us and we'll create whatever they want, uh, their own space, a gallery, an artist table. Uh, we're going to have graffiti walls in there, like here wow. on Venice, where artists can come in and they can draw graffiti and, and show their graffiti to millions of people. And then, you know, the next week, someone else can paint over it, just like here in, in Venice Beach. So it's it's really cool. Yeah, it's it's super exciting. Wow. I I... I <laughs> I can't wait for that. Really, I can't. Yeah. Um, so now the Comic Con is over, and now obviously I was going to ask what's in the works, but clearly we know what's in the works. So it's not the Yeah, I mean, and I think that's great. Like, it's good being prepared for all that, and I I love that there's so much passion behind what this project is, and uh, you know, and that's what I saw at the Comic Con. There was so much passion from everybody, you know, from the yeah. vendors. To, to the guests, uh, to everything. I, I really appreciated that the COVID uh, protocols were taken very seriously That yeah. because I have been to cons during this time and they haven't been so great, uh, but it's nice that yeah. everybody's been very- Well, both, both, both Shell and I had really, really bad COVID a year and a half ago, like close to death COVID. So we do take it very, very seriously. And yeah. someone who got it at our party ended up in a coma. So- At um, our party. No. <laughs> <laughs> good correction good correction <laughs> but we're also doing something really fun in the metaverse so we we just came out with a comic coin a comic con coin like a crypto token yes and the way you can't buy this token right now you can only earn the token by helping us build the metaverse so for example once we have the graffiti wall in there if you're a graffiti artist you can come in there paint your graffiti on the wall and you get coins for that. So we wow. reward you for being, we reward, reward you for doing something in the metaverse. So we, you basically get paid, whether you're playing a game or socializing in there or creating something in there, we pay you with coins. And then those coins 
you can later on use as real currency. So if you want to come into the LA Comic Con, you can buy your ticket with those coins. Wow. Or you can buy a booth list, or you can rent a booth at the LA Comic Con with those coins. So the idea is to not go out there and just, you know, whatever, but to, to make these coins available for free for people that help us build this metaverse because it's their metaverse. It's, you know, not ours and it's going to be controlled by the people in there and the artists in there. So it's, it's really cool. That's, that's, that's a genius idea too. Like the ability to, to, to give back and get back. Like, that's amazing. So let me ask you this. Could me and Mike set up a podcast booth in the metaverse? Absolutely. Oh man. (laughs) Yes. We want to do as many podcasts as possible. So the whole, no, the idea is it's, you know, it's, it's all inclusive. So if you guys want to have a space there and do a, to do a podcast, about anything it doesn't have to just be comic it can be pop culture it can be art anything that kind of relates you're more than welcome to we we're thinking of doing a speaker's corner like at Hyde Park in London wow. where if someone thinks they have something important to say they can just come in there stand up there and say this is this these are my feelings and you know see how many people want to listen and people can vote <laughs> right or wrong but, so absolutely we would love for you to do a podcast in there as often as you want and guess what We'll reward you with coins that you can then use in real life. That's that's a win-win. Mike, I know you're not here, but you're here in spirit. <laughs> <laughs> so we're going to do it, Mike. <laughs> yeah, um, I think it'll be phenomenal. And we have a studio here in Venice with a green screen and everything where you can, if you want to, you can do the podcast from there. So our tech offices are in Venice. They're the most beautiful offices. They have a koi pond and wow. chairs of reflection and, and a party room and everything. But they also have a... Studio with a green screen, so you're more than welcome to use that for free as well. Ooh. So you'll have a free, great studio. That's we have to have you on board. Obviously, you have that same passion that yes. you all have. Yeah. yeah, that's that's incredible. So I, I have to ask, you know, when we talk about you guys, have obviously been to Comic Cons a lot. Uh, I, I'm curious, what was your favorite personal uh, Comic Con experience you've ever had? Uh, probably with Stan Lee, we had uh, someone. We had this artist, a Stan Lee mask. <laughs> I don't know if you can see it. Yeah. Okay, there we go. <laughs> it has glasses too, but I don't know where we put the glasses. And I was, and so I was hanging, walking around with Stan Lee next to Stan Lee when we had the identical clothes on, and I had this crochet mask, and like, <laughs> people took photos of it. And, and that was real okay. fun. I also, you know, most of them were really with Stan Lee, where he would be standing on a three foot high stage, and, and he's in his 90s, and someone is at the bottom talks to him. And he jumps down. And I'm like, oh, my God. (laughs) Nothing happened. It's like, oh. So he's a kind of a superhero himself. So I think it was, you know, he was an amazing person. You know, unfortunately, a lot of people took advantage of him. But he was the kindest, just so, you know, nothing was about money for him. It was all seeing people laugh and have a good time. And, and, yeah, he's a special guy. Uh, That's that's great. Do you have a favorite memory, uh, Michelle? Um, I'm just, I'll piggyback on that one. Yeah. Okay. 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 <laughs> I, I can't so, I can't solve that. So I'll just what, what, watching me in the mask. <laughs> <laughs> Do you just wear the mask around home too? I hope so. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. We're I love mask, it. We're mask aficionados. We literally have like a, yeah, we're yeah. all waterfall mask. Yeah. 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 See, I'm trying to do that too. So see, we, we think alike. I like that. <laughs> <laughs> um, so ultimately, I just want to say thank you for throwing this con because this con to me was no. such a beautiful uh, return to real con life. 
And, you know, again, I've been to plenty of cons during COVID and there was nothing like this one. This one had such a special feeling to it. And, you know, I, this was actually my first real like major con being as a press member. And so that was a beautiful experience for me. And um, I just can't wait to be back for the next one. Uh, you know, hopefully, hopefully I can come back for the next one and it's just going to be a great time. And thank you guys for the work that you do and for creating this story and creating this, this metaverse and everything like that's going to be incredible. Thank you so much. You're too kind. Yeah, I just, I, I, I believe when people are passionate about things, I, I, I feed off yeah. that energy and I feed off being passionate with them. You know, it's, if we can help in any way we want to, uh, if there's any way that we can spread the word, obviously we will. Uh, but I, I do want to ask uh, for my audience, where can my audience find more information about the metaverse? Um, you are going to be able to go to comiconmetaverse.com it might already there might be something up already but okay. comiconmetaverse.com perfect okay and then if anybody is interested in doing something in the metaverse whether they want to paint the walls or whether they want to have an artist booth where they can showcase their stuff or whether they want to have a store in there where they you know we talk to a skateboard t-shirt designer from venice so Anybody who's interested, come on there, contact us, and you know we'd love we'd love to make that make that available to everybody. We also will have a section where you can mint your own NFTs and put them out in the marketplace. It takes about twenty seconds to mint an NFT, so we're making that really easy. You don't have to go to another company that charges you to mint them. You can literally just drag and drop and mint NFTs, and you can just on your computer drag art into your gallery space. We're making this really, really, really simple. Like I'm not a tech person, so I'm making it so I can use it myself. <laughs> totally. That makes total sense. You know, how, how can we make it useful for ourselves? Oh, awesome. Okay. So the website is up already. So yeah. Awesome. So comiconmetaverse.com. That, that sounds amazing. Thank you. Uh, thank you guys so much for coming on the show. Thank you for taking the time and talking about it. It's been an absolute pleasure. And, you know, when... I would like to revisit with you guys maybe in a few months to talk about how Metaverse has been. Yeah, this time we'll have Mike on too. So we'll all kind of dive in together. Uh, so thank you guys so much. And everybody go check it out. Go check out the Metaverse. Be a part of this bigger thing. It's incredible. And we support it and you should too. So thank you guys. Have a great day. And we will see you thank guys Thank you all. so much. Appreciate it. Thank you guys.